Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. Thanks for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review. If you do, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and you'll continue to get all of my podcasts downloaded into your player of choice. Also, check out my website. You can find my contact information there as well as links to my Twitter feed on my Facebook page at Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Gods of Egypt is today's film. It's a fantasy slash action movie. It's PG-13 rated because of fantasy violence and action and some sexuality. The runtime is two hours and seven minutes, and the cast features Nikolai Koster-Waldau, Gerard Butler, Brenton Thwaites, Elodie Young, Jeffrey Rush, Courtney Eaton, Rufus Sewell, and Chadwick Boseman. The director is Alex Porius, and Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless write the screenplay. This is kind of a vulgar way of expressing it, but I would consider Gods of Egypt something akin to the rancid undies of movies. It's a film that's so overblown in its ability to deliver nonsensical absurdity that only those with a curious penchant for the distinct odor of sheer awfulness will be able to appreciate it most. Now, one would think that a mega turkey of these proportions would be a thing of the past, but then just in 2015, we had Jupiter Ascending, which was another February release that only truly bloated, brain-dead, big-budget, bad-movie aficionados could champion as something worth savoring. This one's inspired by that ancient Egyptian mythology that it quickly sets about ignoring. It's set in ancient Egypt at a time when gods and humans coexisted in the land. The gods were like humans, mortal and fallible, but they were twice as tall and their veins coursed with gold instead of blood. Each of these gods had a unique superhuman ability like flight or the ability to control people Here, our main protagonist is Horus, the god of the air, played by Nikolai Koster-Waldau. He's set to ascend the throne of his father, Osiris, played by Brian Brown, and take over the land of Egypt. However, those plans are soon foiled when Set, played by Gerard Butler, the arrogant and ambitious younger brother of Osiris, mounts a murderous coup and takes over the land himself plucking out Horus's eyes in the process and rendering him powerless. Once Set takes over, it's a dark time for Egypt, who all, gods and men alike, become subservient to their new king, Set, who sets about controlling every aspect of life there, including the afterlife, and makes the newly dead pay a heavy fee in order to secure a place in the afterlife or be completely eviscerated forever. Meanwhile... A roguish human named Beck, played by Brenton Thwaites, is seeking to resurrect his recently murdered love, Zaya, with divine help. He allies with the banished Horus in order to thwart Set's quest to steal away all of the powers of the remaining gods and become truly invincible. Gods of Egypt is directed by Alex Proyas, as I mentioned, who... If you know his history, you know he was once an up-and-comer with promise. He made such films of note like The Crow and Dark City, which have become cult hits with a lot of fans over the years. He did eventually do a fairly mainstream film, Will Smith's I, Robot, uh, sometime later. And then he ended up turning in a bit of a clunker with 2009's Knowing, featuring Nicolas Cage 
and wasn't that well received. Now, it's been nearly seven years since Knowing, which was his previous film, and in the interim, it seems that Proyas's initial skills have only eroded over time. And yet, Lionsgate Pictures still had enough faith in Proyas to bestow him, along with screenwriters Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless, these screenwriters delivered similarly substandard action fantasies in their first two efforts, Dracula Untold from 2014 and last year's The Last Witch Hunter. They gave this pretty dubious talent a sky-high budget to deliver on the hope of another major tentpole release to replace the Hunger Games series for Lionsgate. If the Hunger Games films made that small studio a force to be reckoned with in the industry... Another film along the lines of Gods in Egypt in the future could break them because no one had been clamoring for a new franchise to try to continue where Wrath of the Titans had left off. So it's a bit of a curiosity why this was given such a lavish budget. If you've been reading the industry news, you know that the so-called whitewashing of the cast here we have Egyptian gods and humans all mostly predominantly played by European and Australian performers. It drummed up a bit of controversy prior to the film's release, and it came just on the heels of another highly scrutinized film that was set in Egypt just a year before, Exodus Gods and Kings, which also featured Caucasians in most of the lead roles. I mean, so worried about negative press drowning out the marketing campaign for the film, Lionsgate ended up issuing a public apology for the casting and even had its director, Proyas, do the same. They needn't have worried about much for that apology for the cast because the subject of the skin tone of the actors here pales, so to speak, in comparison to the film's larger issues, namely its nearly incoherent narrative, its horrendous dialogue, its shoddy and oversaturated CG work that's gone completely amok, its obvious green screen in the background, its shaky digital 3D rendering in the foreground, its kitschy video game aesthetic, and, most of all, its ridiculously hammy, scenery-chewing performances that requires its actors to strut like raving mad peacocks in a movie that struggles to find any kind of tonal compass to know which direction to go in order to achieve some sort of success other than to increase the bombast and to throw more and more eye candy on the screen in the hopes of making up for its narrative shortcomings. Now, what's the biggest disappointment about Gods of Egypt, at least in my mind, is that it appears to be built on trying to generate awe in audiences who've paid the money to view it but the only time that most people's mouths will be agape is in seeing how goofy the creative minds behind this misbegotten fiasco are willing to go in order to entertain us. At least the Stephen Summers Mummy trilogy knew they were cheesy monster movies and tried to deliver big fun for those in the mood for innocuous old-school adventure. It's hard to make out whether Proyas wants us to take his film seriously or not. It's not nearly humorous enough to think he's trying to make a fun film, and it's not concerned enough with telling a proper story to think that we should be investing our energy in deciphering such things as its character motivations or intricate plotting. This is the kind of film that seems like the makers changed their mind about a dozen times during its production in which way they wanted it to play out. Sometimes the shift seems to be going in more than one direction within the same scene. 
The only mystery or intrigue generated at all from gods of Egypt will come as you sit and ponder how such a cinematic glitter bomb travesty like this could actually get past the initial pitch stage at the ideas meeting, much less get $140 million to back it up. Uneasy on the eyes and numbing for the mind, Gods of Egypt is a woefully inept, soul-sucking experience meant only for those who regularly find their favorite films pepper the Razzie nominations at the end of the year. Despite that, its unintentionally campy qualities may gain it a bit of a following over time, mostly among viewers who find the putrid stench of well-cooked turkeys, like this one, alluring. Now, for those that don't, I'm guessing we should expect a second apology from its makers once they realize how badly they botched this one from inception. One and a half stars goes to Gods of Egypt, a truly terrible movie that only those people who truly love terrible movies will champion. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review. If you've seen Gods of Egypt and you agree or disagree, feel free to write me. You can find my contact information at my webpage, quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Until next time, I hope that you enjoy your time at the movies seeing pretty much anything but Gods of Egypt. <laughs>